welcome to another episode of the Nearly Nerds podcast. Um, today with me is Declan. Hello. And I am Samuel. Um, Lincoln is not here with us today. That's because this is a different, a different, a different episode than the usual ones. Yep. It's just me and Sam. Uh, I think we've been talking about these a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Like, you know, we're gonna have like different episodes where it's just two of us talking about something, and me and Sam's is gonna be Pixar movies. And so, right, not right before this, but before we recorded this, we watched Toy Story, which is the mm-hmm. movie we will be discussing. Mm-hmm. And Sam, do you have anything to say about that? Nope. Well, this is. I'm really excited to kick off this Pixar series. So. Yep. And we're gonna be starting off with Toy Story. Yep. Yeah. Are we gonna be going through like all the Toy Stories, or are we gonna go like which in like in the order the movies were released, like Pixar movies? Are we gonna be doing that? Um, I think that's up for us to decide. So yeah. either that or yeah, if you guys want to put in any suggestions for like um, Pixar movies, we could either go from in. Um, the order that they were made, or in chronological order, so um, all the Toy Stories, and then another movie, and you know, yep. so on and so forth. So on and so forth. So on and As so they forth. Say. Right. Now let's let's um, just get into talking about this movie. So, what did you think about the original, the first Pixar movie? Well, long movie thing. What do you think about it? Toy Story. What do you think about it? I thought. I thought that they... Pixar does a really good job at figuring out, like, unique ways. So, like, for Toy Story, um, as an example, uh, obviously, um, the toys, they're all... They all have these different, like, um, components to them. They're all um, unique, and they use those unique ways to, like, um, to play with their setting. So, like, um, Mr. Potato Head can, like, take take himself apart and, like... That that one scene when they're um, looking out the window and seeing all the, all of Andy's friends coming over for his birthday party, um, to see over everybody, Mr. Potato Head like takes off his eyes and looks over. All right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and like just stuff like that is just such unique ways to use their, um, like, you know, to to function. And each of them were like unique based on their, um like what they're based off of so like the soldiers is what stuck out to me um the the little army men they acted like soldiers um, yeah which is really cool i love those guys and what do you think the the way they i'm just kind of adding yeah the way they use like a bunch of different toys that are most of them are well i mean not all of them are iconic because some of them are just toys they made up for the movie but like they just use like everything, like the little walkie-talkie thing, where just like yeah, yeah, yeah. school yeah. walkie-talkies. And they, <laughs> they use that and That's Slinky, awesome. the Slinky dog. Yeah, he's I think he's my favorite. Uh, um, but about the movie, what I thought about it. Um, it's, a, it's a good, it's a good Pixar movie. It's if I had to say anything about it, it's iconic. Which yeah, it's a little bit underwhelming. <laughs> it's iconic. That's, but it's like it paved the way for so many different things. Like yeah, like. Okay, I don't know if they necessarily set themselves up for Toy Story 2, but they did have Al's Toy Barn, which, if you didn't know, yeah. is, like, part of Toy Story 2 in a way and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't necessarily know if they set that up, because I know the original Toy Story 2 storyline got changed. It was actually way different. Yeah, and then yeah, they yeah, changed yeah. it. So I don't know if they intentionally or just 
saw that thing that they put in the movie and like we can use that but i have no clue but if they did if they use that to build off into their second movie that would be pretty cool they set mm -hmm. themselves up so i think they thought it was just gonna be the one um the one the one movie because they were initially like their own small little company that was their first movie they thought this isn't gonna blow up it, and it was huge it was enormous and it was i think it was partially because they were the first to really really use um computer animation yeah so and that's why some of the humans look a little creepy but <laughs> the dog <laughs> the dog the dog is cursed sure. they um, gave they gave it human eyes which yeah. just looks wrong yeah um uh but yeah um anyways i think so back then the a lot of uh if you couldn't tell um a lot of uh sequel movies like there was always that one movie that was a big hit and then the sequels were just they they didn't even put it out they didn't even like put it in any put in any effort to put them out into the theaters because they thought oh well this is just a little side thing maybe people will get excited about it this is just an extra money maker yeah toy story was about to do something like that but then they were like wait no let's pull back because we want to make this like truly iconic and i think it's because at first they thought oh toy story is just going to be a small thing and it was a big thing and they were surprised they're like wow this is this this got huge we should make a sequel and they made it work which was you know definitely um props to them for pulling that off that's really um awesome but that's so i do think that they weren't planning on it but that is a little fun um easter egg that al's toy barn um they realized oh wait we can play with this you know exactly. we can use this and besides just al's toy barn <clears throat> excuse me they have so many things that because of toy story are in pretty much i mean in other Pixar movies, like the pizza, the pizza truck thing. Yeah, it's That's a like golden every, Easter egg. It's in every single Pixar movie because of, well, it's obviously started in Toy Story. And Dynaco, isn't yeah, the Dynaco. brand in, uh, in Cars, Cars that yep. the one guy was sponsored by? Yep. They just have so many things that you can just recognize. I mean, that's what I love about Pixar because, like, there's always just connections through all the movies, yeah. which is pretty cool. That's awesome. Now, we, I mean, we've obviously, you know, it's a good movie. We know that. We both share the same opinion. It's a good movie. Now, what is your favorite character and why? I'm curious. Hmm. I think all of the characters are so relatable. I think they're all well done. Um, I, I like the relationship between Buzz and Woody. I thought that was really, really awesome. Um, my favorite, probably... Either um, Slinky or the Sarge, because you <laughs> Sarge. <laughs> the Sarge was just like for like a fun little character that they put in there. But um, Slink Slinky Dog probably, because he was loyal throughout the whole the whole thing. And there's something you um, told me during the movie about um, Mr. Potato Head. Oh, Mr. Potato Head. I I mean I haven't watched the first Toy Story as much, so I didn't really realize this. But like. He's like almost because I don't know if there's really a villain, but yeah, because it's kind of just just this giant adventure. But yeah, he was definitely him and Sid. If there was a villain, there would be it would be either one of those because Mr. Potato Head 
he's he's like supposed to be like a good guy, but he kind of like turns them against Woody. Yeah. And he's he's just like I don't know. I think he's I think what what's happening is Woody basically is everything like he could want. He's like the favorite toy. He takes it for granted. And Mr. Potato Head, he's not the favorite toy, but you know, obviously he wants to be. Everyone wants to be the favorite toy. So he's jealous of Woody, and I think he's I don't know, I think he's happy to see the downfall of him. Like, he's... Yeah. Because he was jealous of him, it seems like. So he's probably yeah. like, Buzz the new cool toy. Woody deserves this. And he doesn't... <clears throat> I'm sure he likes Woody, but, like, he was probably just jealous of him. And his jealousy yeah. got to him. So then he kind of turned them all against Woody and made a bunch of, like, accusations. Which, I mean, part of it is true. He kind of did... I actually wasn't looking at the part. Was it... Did he make Buzz fall? I know it was on accident, but did he make Buzz fall? Who? Did he... Uh, Buzz, when he fell out the window, the big... No, who who made... Woody. Yeah, Woody did... Okay, sorry, I looked away and I don't remember that part. Yeah. <clears throat> and then he was... And he just made all these, like, accusations that he's, like, a killer and stuff, and he made them not save him yeah. uh, from Sid. He probably did believe that Woody was just, like, a cool person, but I do, I do get what you're saying. It's sort of like how Woody is, um, like, is the favorite, is the star toy, and then um, Buzz comes in. I bet that, that it was that line that tipped me off when Mr. Potato Head said, um, uh, wh- what would happen if um, Andy started playing with me more? You're going to knock me out of the window, too? Oh, yeah. I think he was, show- he was showing his jealousy there because I think he either was the favorite toy once upon a time and then Woody came or something else. And he's like, because you notice even like when Andy plays with him, he's the villain. Oh yeah, you're right. And um, mm-hmm. one-eyed Bart. Yep. And the what is it? In the third one or the second one? Yeah, it's the third one. I thought. And where? No, it's not the third one. Wait, yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm getting confused. Well, where he's like the villain and with uh, Mrs. Potato Head. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was one, in yeah. the, that was in the third one when um, Andy was imagining um, this like this world with his toys. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. That was cool. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I think Woody, I think, okay, I don't really know the theme of Toy Story quite, but if I had to make a guess, and this is all just coming off the top of my head, so it might be a little bit crazy, I think it's, um, shouldn't take things for granted, for one, because literally Woody, he took everything for granted, he was like the favorite toy, I mean kind of, because like they were all cautious when the birthday thing, but he was like, I don't know, he just seemed like he knew he was the favorite toy and he kind of used that to his advantage. And then what happens when another toy comes around? It could literally happen and then your whole life could be turned upside down. And then he becomes, I, I think, more humble. Mm-hmm. Probably, he's definitely more humble. And then he also grows a friendship with Buzz, so I, I'm yeah. not talking about the theme anymore, but I think it's just, you know, don't take things for granted because one thing could change and then that could change you. And yeah. he ended up being in basically a toy killer's house, all because he took things for granted. Yeah. And also, jealousy. Yeah. Because he was jealous, it yeah. got to the best of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I think part of Woody's journey, this is just part of Woody's journey, but I think it sort of, as I broke it down, sort of explored the five stages of grief. Because Woody sort of went through that. The five stages of grief are uh, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. So, um, Woody, at first, he denies that Buzz is the cool toy, and he's like, when he first sees him on the bed, he's like, 
like in his spot. He's like, they'll see, they'll see. I'm I'm still Andy's favorite toy, <laughs> and he he completely denies it. Then obviously, anger is the second one. He flips out, and Buzz ends up ends up out the window, and then it's it all ends with um, them fighting at the gas station. Like, he's, like, rushing at him. He's mad at him. And, um... Also, and then, uh... Second is... Or third is bargaining. Um, that's when he sort of tries to convince Buzz to come back to clear his name, you know? And that also plays... I, I don't know a lot about... Um... I'm, this may be a little inaccurate, but, um... What I've also seen in bargaining is that he, um, tr- he tried to convince Buzz to come with him and manipulated him by using references to um, his spaceman story. Because he's like he sees the he sees the pizza truck and he tries to call him, tries to call Buzz and he's like, I, I found a spaceship. Oh yeah. And Buzz thinks he's a space ranger, so obviously he stops and looks back, and Woody this whole time is trying to convince him, even like when he's trying to get them to jump into. Um, the stroller uh, to go back to home to Andy. He's like, he's like, um, and Buzz is like, does it have hyperdrive? And he's like, hyperactive hyperdrive. He's like trying to convince him, you know. So that's bargaining. Um, depression is sort of when Woody is rejected by the toys, and he's fine. He's like, they're finally they like. He finally realizes, okay, nobody's coming for me. He sort of has this moment of pity, you know, for himself. And he's just he's just sad, and then finally, is acceptance is when he's trapped under the crate, and Buzz is sitting there, and Buzz is actually depressed at this point too because he yeah. he realized that he's a toy and not a space ranger, um, but Woody has to finally come to terms. He's like, okay, fine, you win, like I know that Andy favors you, um, but th- that's not the point of. Basically, what I took from this is the point of his job wasn't to be the favorite. It was make Andy happy and be there for Andy. So, and that was his job. And he realized that um, at the end of the movie, he's, he realizes that, oh, Buzz really is Andy's favorite toy. So I'm going to help you get home so that Andy can, so I can do my job and help Andy mm. and support Andy. So that's so, I think that's sort of what plays with the theme a little bit. Um, is that you have to, like, come to terms with some people. Like, you might not always be recognized or something like that, but you'll, like, you still have a job to do, you know? You still have, yep. you can still support people and make people happy, <clears throat> even if you're not the star of the show. I think that's a very good point. I actually didn't, I mean, I haven't really watched Toy Story, the first one, that much, but I never really saw, like, the five stages. <laughs> that... That all actually makes a lot of sense now when I hear it back. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I don't really know what to say after that because I really didn't write much down for this. Yeah. And so I'm kind of just hopping along. But um, we were. if you have anything else to say about that, I'd say it now before I hop off. No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, so we talked about favorite characters. Wait, I didn't say my favorite. Well, oh, I'm sorry. I, was, I no, totally I was threw gonna, you off. The reason why I didn't really want to say it is because I was going to say the same because I... Slinky Dog's like yeah, my Slinky Dog. So it's a little, yeah, it's a little bit anticlimactic. So I was like, you know, they don't really need to know because I have nothing really else to say. Well, I mean, besides the fact he's loyal, but that's because he's a dog. Yeah, he's which, a dog. Yeah, I think I I think that's why I like him because he's loyal. Yeah, he's, he's that good friend to Woody no matter what, mm-hmm. except for that one scene where you know 
the peer pressure got to him and he just left. Yeah. Or it wasn't peer pressure. I think he, he was... he It was betrayal, I think. Yeah. Because he was so sad. loyal to Woody. That's like if your dog basically bit you. <laughs> yeah. So, do you remember that scene um, for anybody who hasn't watched it recently when um, Woody is... Um, out the wind is like standing in the window waving to the toys um, in the other house and trying to get them to come and so he grabs Buzz's arm because Buzz doesn't want to come up and Buzz's arm fell off. He he like waves it and acts like his arm is acts like he's just behind something and his arm is like waving out. It's hard to describe. But they real they realize that he's trying to to lead Woody over, I guess. But um so they feel betrayed when they see that it, Buzz's arm is broken and um, severed, I guess. Sounds really dark, but this is just a... It's just Toy Story. Just Toy Story. <laughs> and then Mr. Potato Head, you know, because he's basically amping everything that yep. he does up because, you know, they kind of a rivalry at that point mm-hmm. uh, up. So then they basically, he freaks everybody out and he turns them all against mm-hmm. Woody. Yeah. The part was kind of sad. But what doesn't make sense... Yeah, what doesn't make sense to me, though, is Sid is this, like, deranged lunatic child who to- who tears toys apart and blows them up. So is it's sort of hard... It's sort of interesting to think, like, you know, they could have assumed, you know, maybe this is just... Um, maybe that was Sid's doing, tearing Buzz's arm off. Yeah. And it wasn't Woody's fault, either. It wasn't actually Woody's or Sid's fault, which is kind of funny. Woody was just... Just at the wrong place. Yep. Kind of, yeah. At the wrong place at the wrong time, pretty much for everything. <clears throat> Which made him seem like the villain to them. Um, speaking yeah. of villain, what was favorite character? What was your least favorite character? Ooh, least favorite character. Uh, we should, we, well, let's say toy. Let's say toy. toy. Least I'm favorite sure toy. Sid would be oh, most Sid, yeah. <laughs> um, the obvious answer would be Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. But... I feel like Bo Peep didn't really help at all. That's true. She had this... I think it was Woody and then... I guess and then Mr. Potato Head. But then it was her, who probably had the second... Like, the third strongest voice in, in among the toys, you know? Um, she she could have... She could have done something. She, she probably could have... Yeah. She probably could have convinced them she... That Woody wasn't mm-hmm. actually trying to... It, Instead, she acted Kill like the, dan- the damsel in, dispre- in distress. Oh, gosh. The damsel in distress. Even though Woody was um, in distress. <laughs> yeah. And she was fine. But, yeah, she didn't help at all. That's that's a fair point. Um, uh, I don't really like Bo Peep that much. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, she has, like, no storyline. Yeah. And then she's gone, and then she comes back. But, uh, I mean, she was cool in the fourth one. It's just she didn't yeah. really have... It was just the then... The first one, she's just there. It was just then that I'm like... Well, I'm, I get the love interest thing with Woody, but you could have helped. <laughs> did you see how fast she turned on Woody when Buzz did the trick where, like, everyone thought he flew? Yeah. And she's like, well, I found my movie buddy. Like, she turned on him so fast. <laughs> kind of sad. Okay, Absolute my least rejection. favorite character, it's nowhere as near as deep, deep as that. Really, I just don't really like Rex. I know, Rex. That's, I don't like Rex, not because like he's a villain or like you know. I mean, he's just he's just kind of. He's not a bad character, but out of out of the first one, he's my least favorite. Just because like I feel like. He's funny, but I feel like he's just. 
you know, he has that chaotic, like, stressful energy. So, you know, Mr. Potato Head making yeah. them turn, then he freaks out, which freaks out yeah. more people. So he's really not helping at all. He's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's he's true. He's actually a funny character. No, that's actually, that's actually true. He just literally, like, he just kind of hypes everything up <laughs> even more, so. Yeah, um, that's you know. true. But he's he's not a bad character. I, I, I like him. Just in this, if I'm not going to say Bo Peep mm-hmm. or Mr. Potato Head, then it would probably be Rex. Yeah. Except for Ham. 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 He's, like, kind of non-existent. I, he's movie. less existent. Um, in in this one, but he's a fun character. Yeah, I like him. I like him. He's yeah, funny. he was ki- he's kind of on Mr. Potato Head's like side though. It seemed like he was like a green with. Yeah, sort of. He was like, I don't know. He seems like in this one more just like a henchman almost. Yeah, almost I guess so. Because he really he doesn't like I don't know. He doesn't really talk that much. He's kind of just there. Yeah. He's still a main character. Yeah, he's a, I, I I like him. He's a fun character. Yeah, I like I like him. But the first movie is just so much diff. It's it's different because I don't know. Like they're all main characters, but the story really just revolves around Buzz and Woody. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of scenes where you don't really get to know them until like the second one and the third one, where they really shine. Except Bo Peep, she's gone. Yeah, you know, this is just a thought, but it's hmm, sort of. We never sort saw like um, any. I I kind of wished I saw some more like, um, like sympathetic moments between. I guess sympathetic is not the right word, but some more moments with um, Buzz and Sarge, because they're both soldiers. So yeah, which makes me wonder. Okay, if Buzz um, thought that he was a soldier, or I guess a space ranger technically, but basically a soldier, um, and not a toy. Did Sarge have a similar backstory? Mm, you're right. What about all the army? That's I mean, what I was what thinking. Did, where do they think they are? I mean, I think I, I think now it's pretty obvious that they know that. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. But, they do know, but like, I feel like before, um, they were. You know, yeah. when they probably first got bought or whatever. Mm-hmm. When they, I don't know. That would, that would have been I'll, confusing. I'll... I like the army men though. They're pretty. They're funny. They're funny. They're funny. That yeah. is. <laughs> What Toy Story does so well, and this is, once again, it's pretty obvious because, but they just do such good with replicating. Like, all of this is exactly how I would imagine toys Yeah. if they were alive. Like, everything that happens, it's just, it's realistic, but it's not realistic because yeah. it's a fantasy. But mm-hmm. it's so realistic for a fantasy concept. Yeah. And I just, I love the concept of that, like, your toys are alive when you're not around. Maybe they are. They're just hiding themselves about that that movie threw off so many people <laughs> literally okay not even joking my sister um at some point she, uh, she um like after seeing that movie like took out all of her stuffed animals laid out laid it out in front of her and said okay if you can talk say something <laughs> like uh, legit it was yeah that's funny, I, that's funny. I the thing about the thing with me though I remember I read Calvin and Hobbes uh, when I was, like, uh, uh, around like, six lad. or something. A wee lad. I, I still do. <laughs> I still do read those books. But, yeah. Good. Um, Let's keep it that way. Yes. But when I read them when I was, like, six, I knew that my stuffed animals, like, weren't alive or anything. And I knew that Cal- that Hobbes had to be imaginary. But I wanted so, so desperately to believe that he was real. Like, I 
I, I tried convincing myself that you're you're real. I or my imagination is powerful enough to make you real. Yeah, you know. I remember feeling that with mm-hmm. when I Calvin and Hobbes. I was like, oh, I I really wanted Hobbes. Yeah. Hobbes is just such a. He's, he's such a. I love him. He's just such a good character. He's <laughs> so funny. I need to read. I need to like. I don't own most of them. I own like a few of them, so I need to check those out. We need to do uh, a Calvin and Hobbes episode. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> you know what they need to do? They need to make a movie. I think they should make like a, a show. A show, yeah. Either one. They need to put it on the screen. I, actually, that's something I always thought about when I was little. I always just. I, I started imagining exactly what it would be as a movie. Stuff like that. They could make it work. They made yeah. Charlie Brown. They made Charlie Brown work. I'm. I feel like though, um, these characters are so iconic. Um, they, it would be hard to find the right voice actors yeah, for them. Yeah, the voice. Yeah. Probably for Calvin. For Calvin, I mean, it would be hard. I can see. Uh, I'm sure Hobbs' voice wouldn't be too bad. I would. I imagine he'd yeah. have an adult voice because he's kind of like. Yeah. He's kind of like an adult. Pretty much. Yeah, I, I would hope that they wouldn't give him like a kid. Yeah, voice. that would be that would be, that would be weird. And I'm sure the parents. Could find mm-hmm. voice, that would be that bad. Yeah, you know they never reference their names. Yeah, yeah. That's so it's just the dad, and the mom. They don't need names. They don't. I'd, it'd be a little weird if they had names. How did we get to Calvin and Hobbes? I mean, imagination. Kind of yeah. Because I mean, he. It's a toy. Yeah. I can't. Oh, I gotta reread those now. Well, I have a lot of them right in the shelf next to you. So. Hmm. Oh. Right there. Yep. Yeah, I see. Oh. You got a lot of them. I'll be stealing these. Alright, you do that. Um well, anyways. Uh, back to Toy Story. Um, yeah, Toy Story. Um mm. first one, to conclude, not my favorite of the Toy Stories. Yeah. They were still getting things. They were I still mean, well, like to be fair, they weren't really getting things because it, it wasn't really a plan to do more, but it's just I feel like it's much different in its own unique way. Yeah, it's I love that movie. Like, obviously, I, I've said it. Uh, we've said things like that already in this episode. But I do really love that movie. I really it's just, movie. it's just that the other ones, they sort of surpass it. They have their own new interesting characters. They are they're just good movies. Like they're all all really good movies. But then, I think it gets progressively better. Until the fourth and yeah. Buzz Lightyear. The fourth one. <laughs> look, the fourth one. Uh, it's just unnecessary, man. Yeah, we'll get. I think we'll. We we'll could get, to that. get. Yeah, we'll get to that one in another episode. Or will we? Maybe we won't. Maybe we won't. Maybe. Maybe we'll include that. Maybe so. Okay. We'll talk about this when we're not recording. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll discuss this later. Uh, <laughs> Toy Story. Good. This is my my review. The final review thing. Yeah. It's it's good. It's really good. It's not a bad movie whatsoever. It's just a different in its own way because well, it's like the first. Well, it's the first Pixar movie, so that's kind of a big mm-hmm. deal. But it's it's unique in its own way. Yeah. From the others, and because of that, it's just a given that it's like Toy Story is a good movie and it's just iconic. But at the same time, the other ones surpass. At least two of them do, mm-hmm. just in different ways. Well, I mean, I, I don't I don't I haven't watched the third one enough. To where I like it more than the first one, but if I watch it more, I'm sure I'll like it better than the first. Yeah. Not the fourth. <clears throat> I'm sorry. The fourth one. Yeah. Well, let's not. Let's just not talk about it right now. We'll talk yeah. about it in a different episode, uh-huh. possibly. That one. I'm just gonna say I don't think it's awful. It's just. It's just. Not really necessary. But you could have just left it with the third. Yeah, that's what I think too. 
I mean, some some of it was cool because they did give, like, more closure. They yeah. gave more closure to... Uh, okay, I don't want to talk about too much, but I have to say this now. Well, uh, what I can remember in the third one, it was more of closure with Andy. And it was more like, okay, they're gone from Andy, but they're still, like, a gang. They're all together. Yeah. And it wasn't Woody's closure. Well, kind of, because it was going away from Andy. But it was, like, you know, Andy doesn't need them anymore. He's a grown-up, and they're on two different kids' life. And the fourth one, it was more of closure with, like, the toys. The toys, Woody... It was mostly Woody and Bo Peep and the gang. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for the second one. I love that mm-hmm. one so much. Yeah. So that's my favorite. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Well, you've already watched the first episode. I'm pretty sure I said that. Yeah. That's my favorite. But I've watched it way more than any of the other ones, so. Understood. Well, if you have anything to say about Toy Story, Sam, say it now before we turn this thing off. I, no. Well, I don't think I have anything else to say. This is the end of our first, our first Pixar episode. Next up is whatever movie we think of. Which yes. We will either, I think, I think we'll probably go in order of Pixar movies. Can't yeah, me too. Because I think that makes sense. Then they'll progressively, you know, go along. Sounds good. Yeah. I can't wait for these next ones because all the, like the first Pixar movies are so good. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you for watching. This is me, Declan, and that is Sam. We were your hosts for this episode. Uh, We have already posted an episode when this is pre-recorded, so hopefully you enjoyed the last episode, whatever that is. Thank you. You can go follow us on Instagram. It's just the Nearly Nerds podcast. Um, Lincoln really, really wants to know. Well, wants you guys to know. We have an email. And, I mean, you can give us your complaints or suggestions there. Uh, and Or you can just say hi to Lincoln, because I'm sure he would enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, say hi to Lincoln. Yeah, and the email. We'll link all that. We have YouTube, we have Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. So, once all that stuff is done, um, thank you for watching. Uh, bye. Bye. Au revoir. Bye. bye.